There are 10 teams in the state of Michigan that finished their season the way that they dreamed. Unfortunately, Essexville Garber will not be one of those 10 teams. A 46-28 defeat at the hands of the Swan Valley Vikings, who are district champions, by the way, defeating Frankenmuth 21-7, as the Vikings are now on to regionals, where hopefully they may head to Ford Field themselves. But as for us, our season unfortunately is over, and so we bring in Coach Coquillard for one last time for the Garber Coaches wrap-up show. So with that being said, Coach, 46-28 um, defeat. Tell us a little bit what happened. You know, uh, Tom, when when we knew yeah. when we played them week eight, uh, we ended up losing the last fifty eight seconds to them eight zero. Eight to nine. Uh, we probably played one of the best games we could have possibly played that week, um, and unfortunately, we didn't replicate that in in playoff week one. Um, you got to give them total credit; they dominated us up front, both sides of the lines, uh, and. They just imposed their will on us, um, you know, especially in the run game against our defense. And when they, you know, when you get about three runs of 50-plus yeah. uh, out the gate in the first half, that's not going to bring real uh, confidence to your team or, um, you know, keep anything real close. So um, mm -hmm. I, I will say this, that I was yes. very proud of our team uh, for fighting. Um, once we got down, I think we got down 26-0 or something. Yeah. Um, you know, that we didn't quit. Uh, we could have just laid down and, and kind of said, hey, the season's over. Um, you know, they'll let the clock turn. But we didn't. We, we fought. Uh, we put up, you know, four scores. Uh, mm -hmm. and, and I think that's a tremendous, um, you know, character uh, from our group. So yes. very proud of them for that and uh, for overall a pretty solid season. Yes, and I, and I will say when, um, when Swan Valley went up 14 to nothing, I got pretty upset because I thought, oh, here we go. And Ben Davis actually came up to me and said, I, um, I was blindsided. And, I, and when he said that, I thought, it's one of those momentum games. <laughs> just, like, just like Saturday Night Football on ABC, it's one of those momentum games. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately it turned out that way. But just as Coach said, 28 points still in that environment, even though it, it could have very easily have been 46 to nothing. Mm -hmm. But instead it was 46 to 28, and we, we put up a fight for, even though it didn't feel like it from the stands, it felt like it from the sidelines, we put up a 48-minute fight. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> so kudos to our guys for that. Congratulations <laughs> to Swan Valley. Uh, they were the better team. And uh, they were definitely the better team last week at Frankenmuth, too. I got a chance to go watch them over there. And uh, they imposed their will physically again up front mm -hmm. and took care of business. So good luck to them going forward. Uh, obviously, we're in their corner as they're in our conference. Yep. And uh, uh, to all the uh, teams that are still fighting uh, out there for, for wins to try and make the forward field. Yes, definitely. And I, and I was actually talking to my, uh, my other announcer in the, in the press box, Adam Jakubiak, AJ, and I was telling him that this the, this Swan Valley team kind of feels like the LA Kings of 2013 and 2015, where they really weren't that great. And I won't say it in a bad way in the regular season because usually Swan Valley is an eight and one, nine and zero team. This year they were six and three. Here they are built for the playoffs and into regionals. <laughs> yeah, I mean they're playing at a high level right now, um, and, and I think you know a little bit of that was 
we played a really great game on, on that uh, week eight when we matched mm-hmm. up with them. And I think they might have taken us for granted a little bit coming yeah. in there. Um, so a lot of factors add up. It was their homecoming, um, which is sometimes a distraction. But either way, you know, we, we, we played them super tough there. And, I mean, if we don't let, you know, three or four big runs, big plays take place in the uh, playoff game, you know, maybe something would be a little different. But you just can't give up that kind of big plays uh, in that type of environment. So um, it is yep. what it is, and we move forward, uh, try and learn from it next year. Um, but, obviously, uh, congratulations and good luck to those teams. Yes, definitely. So the Dukes finished their season 6-4. and four. Despite the um, the loss, they did get into the playoffs. So um, we did talk about it first at um, playoff week one. But anything else you have to add on uh, reflecting to end this season? No, I, I think uh, it was a it was a great season. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, I enjoyed the kids. The, the kids were all in, as our slogan says, and and that was great to see. It was just a, a great environment to be around for practices and games. And, um, so I thank them for that. Um, you know, overall, I mean, really was a good season. Um, we've got some really tough competition in our league, and that is going to continue uh, in the next couple of years. So, uh, you know, every week is a is going to be a slugfest, and uh, for everybody. So it just comes down to, you know, being focused and and sharp and and physical every week and uh as high school kids go it's that's tough to do every week i mean you can yes. see in the college game it's it's difficult for those teams to to keep that focus every week so uh, but overall very happy with the year very happy with our kids and and how they competed and and uh played with heart all year long because one thing i one thing I really haven't emphasized enough, and it's because we've been diving into a lot of game coverage, is these players are student-athletes. Note that I had said student before athlete, because in high school you have to go through 30 hours of education, through six, seven, maybe eight, perhaps eight classes. Maybe some people are in the jazz band to have take a zero-hour class, so that's another four to five hours, plus the homework that is probably two to three hours per day that you have to do, when perhaps an extracurricular, which is another hour or two per day, perhaps per week. So you're looking at perhaps, um, and this is, this could be a stretch, and I'm, I'm excluding Friday night and the weekend when I say this, but you're looking at perhaps nine hours during the week to do homework total. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, like you said, it's, it's a student athlete thing, and we put the focus on that first with our kids. And, I mean, they've got to meet eligibility uh, mm-hmm. every four weeks in our school. So, um, you know, we, we try and keep them on their toes and tell them not to get behind. you got to, you got to stay ahead of the game and uh, not be a procrastinator in that right. type of situation, um, especially during the season. So um, we do a lot of talking about that at the start mm-hmm. of the year as we're starting to uh, get into the school year. And I think our kids did a great job with that. Mm-hmm. And I guess one word I'll have to say for um, the students and all that is, and this is kind of how I went through college. Yes, you have the C's get degrees mentality, which I'll admit I had a 2.7 at SVSU, but I made it. So the thing, the thing I have to say for the student athletes is pass every assignment. 
If you pass every assignment and pass every test, there's zero doubt that you will pass said class if you're, if you're struggling. So pass every assignment, pass every test, you will pass. <laughs> and I think that goes a lot, uh, goes along with football too. And yes. it goes along with sports and it goes along with life. So uh, you just gotta be focused and, and have uh, your ducks in a row, so to speak, yes. uh, to make that happen, so. Gotcha, so with that being said, to wrap up this uh, Garber coaches season, I will say, um, you have a word for the seniors. Well, uh, you know, it's always a sad day when, uh, you know, you, you walk around after that last game and you've been talking since day one about how this is, and day one of the summer, uh, yeah. how this is going to go so fast and you won't believe it. And, uh, you know, I had, you know, probably, well, we had probably 15, we had 15 seniors this year. So I probably had at least 10 of them say, coach, you were right. You know, yeah. mm -hmm. you know, when I'm walking around hugging them and they're, they got tears in their eyes. It's their last game. They've realized it. Um, it it's a sad day, but it's also uh, a little bit happy in that, you know, they work so hard. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm just, I'm kind of happy inside to see the strides that they've made. Yes. So in that respect, it's sad to see them go. Um, they're, they're sad as far as their eyes, but they'll look back on it uh, like we tell them and, and, uh, and enjoy what they did. And we always say, don't go away saying, what if I would have, or what if I could have, you know? Always step up and just give your best effort all the time. And, and that's what these seniors did. So I'm very proud of them. And uh, they'll be part of Team 55 for life here at Garber. Mm -hmm. And uh, we'll always be here for them. Okay. And, uh, you know, we're going to miss them. And another, another thing I'll say post-graduation is that sometimes you'll have a lot of teachers that were very hard. They were very hard on you academically and very hard on you as personally. Once, once you turn the tassel, those teachers become your greatest supporters. One of, one of them who's now retired to me is Mrs. Graham. Mm -hmm. I felt she was very hard on myself as well as the brass in seventh and eighth grade and going through high school. Once I turned the tassel, she became one of your greatest supporters. So I feel that a lot of the teachers here are, are the same. They can be very hard on you, but once, you, once you're done, they will become one of your greatest supporters. Oh, absolutely. I think we're, we're hard on kids. We're tough on kids. We push kids because we, we love them. Yes. And that's what I tell my guys all the time. You know, I love you guys. Um, you know, they get a little chuckle out of it at the start of the year. But it really, it really, you know, hits home, I think, later on because you become a family. And you know that uh, not only do the players care about you, but the coaches really care about you. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, there, there's true love there. And I think with love comes respect. And with respect, uh, you know, you can really be thankful for uh, having those people around us all the time for mm -hmm. the, with that support. Yes, and then, and, and as the clock hit zero, I usually, and at least in my coverage, I try to avoid, you know, when, you, when you're talking post-game, I try to avoid that. But that last time, it's like, you know, this is the last time they're going to hear from their coach on the field. I feel I, I got to record this so that they they can look back from their last time stepping on the field and see what their what their coach had to offer for support. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was appropriate, and uh, it was we had to 
bring the, bring the talk from the end zone to the sideline for Joe Wetters, uh, <laughs> who, who got banged up there. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was – you never like giving that speech at the end of the year because it's kind of a finalization of things. But um, it it's going to happen to yeah. everybody but, you know, eight teams and – in high school football, I mean, one through mm-hmm. divisions one through eight are going to have one one victor. Yeah, um, as well as eight man division one and two. Well, of course, yeah. <laughs> but uh, so you know, you just you do the best you can. You move on, and yep. uh, you got to look forward to the next day and and life looking you know ahead and yep. and hopefully it makes you better. Yep, and I, I was at the Pro Football Hall of Fame last year, and there was this exhibit um, that they did as kind of a unit like any Hall of Fame does for a unit. It was called A Game of Life. And uh, Joe Namath uh, was talking to the group, not the actual Joe Namath, but a hologram of Joe Namath, and said, this really is, in life, it's just a game. But we, have, we play a game of life as well. And this is part of it, the lessons we teach from here, from the classroom, from everything. It's all a game of life. So that being said, um, can't believe this is the last time I'll be asking this famed question on this season of the Garber Show, but anything else you have to add to this wonderful Tom Green podcast? You know, no, thanks for the opportunity this year, Tom. And, uh, uh, you know, I think it's interesting to some of the community uh, to kind of hear the perspective from, from a coach's perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh, week in and week out and um, so people that did listen thank you and uh, Tom I just want to thank you for the for the opportunity and uh, it was interesting and definitely it was uh, um, it was a, a great thing to have so um, I enjoyed doing it and uh, we will talk to you down the road definitely my hope for this show and I'll say it on air, is that I'm hoping that next year this goes to perhaps a senior or perhaps someone that's just coming out of high school because the overall goal, at least for me for this show, is that I had said it before, I want to get into the broadcasting field big time. And I noticed that John Morosi got into the broadcasting field big time. Well, for me, and of course for John, it was very hard to come out of a school that really didn't have a lot of broadcasting opportunities. And I want this to open a door for perhaps more broadcasting opportunities at Garber High School and perhaps a broadcasting class. That's really my hope for this show as well as for the future here at Essexville School. So once That'd again, awesome. mm-hmm, there was a great opportunity, Coach, and hopefully um, we'll have more coaches' shows down the line, whether it be with me or whether it be another student. So he is the one and only Jake O'Quillard, and this has been the Tom Green podcast.